0: The vibes. We are back to Hoop Genius podcast, presented by NBA Two K Twenty Three. You thought I was going to say Twenty Two, but we move. NBA Two K Twenty Three. Thanks to NBA Two K for continuing our lovely, beautiful relationship, supporting this show, so that we can bring you guys at home the best podcast in the world. I am Mo Mutsi alongside, as always, my co-host, real name. No gimmicks, Mr. BJ Armstrong. (laughs) BJ, it's been a while. How have you been, my brother? I know, but where have you been? Oh, man, I've been all over the world. I've been all (laughs) over the world. You know, you see, we did the NBA finals back and forth, San Francisco to Boston. And then everyone was telling me, Mo, take a break. Mo, you got to take a break. You go too hard every day. I said, yo, I can't take a break. I'll I'll tell you what, I'll give you two days. So I did a little road trip with my friends. We did a little road trip from San Francisco down the coast down to LA. Yes. Stopped yeah. off to see B and his wonderful yeah. family. Amazing experience. And um, I had a couple of days in Malibu Beach to enjoy myself and uh, do what I do, do what I do. <laughs> then I came back straight back to the grind. And before you know it, I was back stateside, Las Vegas, NBA 2K flew me out to the house of greatness. And boy, oh boy, what an experience it was. I was there, I did a few interviews. If you guys watched my show, In The Paint, you would have seen me with Tyler Hero, Cade Cunningham, doing a few interviews and Devin Booker was there at the event and I got to play NBA 2K23 super early. And I'm telling you guys right now, NBA 2K23, man, all I'm gonna do next season is stream. If, if we're not doing a show, the only place you're gonna find me is the stream. I'm not gonna be, I'm gonna be in the park, and, and, and I'm going to be streaming. That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to be at the club. Okay. I'm not going to be anywhere. I'm not even going to be at home. I'm just going to be here streaming the game because that's how much fun I had playing NBA 2K23. Currently undefeated. There was nobody there that could give me the work. Devin Booker didn't want to play because he didn't want to lose on. You know, it's the big cover reveal day. Oh no, I can't beat him. It's, we're celebrating his his success. We're celebrating Devin Booker. You're on the cover. Congratulations. We can't have you taking a loss. Um, But all all jokes aside, it was a great experience. It was super fun. And now that means for our wonderful listeners, you can hit the link in the description and get yourself a copy of NBA 2K23 on pre-order. Make sure you go get it. I would recommend getting a Michael Jordan edition because it's 23, obviously, 23 Michael Jordan. Um, But that's that. And and this year I will be teaching BJ Armstrong how to play NBA 2K. So keep your eyes peeled.
1: I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to that because I, I want to get a score. I, I don't understand. What is it? The, the, the score, the ranking or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yep. The levels. The, the player, the Cause the players all get upset. They get upset with that. Right. Yeah. Is that, is that what they do? That's
0: right. Well, the ones who don't get as much as they think they deserve, they get upset. You know, the LeBrons and the Steph Curry's of the world, they seem to be okay. It's just uh, okay. a few other guys are a little bit salty, but I'm going to be interested to see some of the rankings. I want to see what uh Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook come out as and, <laughs> At the same time, you know, a few players who have impressed. I want to see what Andrew Wiggins is rated as, given how great he was okay. in the NBA Finals, how much of a jump he's going to get. But um, then I went from Paris, uh, from Las Vegas to Paris uh, with our friends at Jordan Ooh. Brand to
1: um Key 54. Did you get a tournament. bad croissant? I'm, I have a mission in life. Mm-hmm. Trying to find a bad croissant in Paris. I have it's some bad news. France, period. I have
0: some bad yes. news. Your mission will okay. never be completed. The pastries <laughs> in in Paris, in France... Uh, simply, I have to say, yo, my diet's not starting till I get home because the pastries in the they call it the boulangerie, it's not a bakery, it's oh. a boulangerie. you know what I'm saying? V? The boulangerie, a croissant, pan of chocolat, you know? Oh, sensational! Uh, sensational. Um, I was there for a streetball tournament called Keep 54. I don't know if you've heard about it, it's the biggest streetball tournament outside of America. It's uh based in Paris, yes, right underneath the Eiffel Tower. There were some VIPs in attendance, there was uh. Mr. Rudy Gobert pulled up and uh, Luka Doncic pulled up, Zion okay, Williamson okay. pulled up, did a few little panels, interviews, talks with those guys, not Rudy, the other two. Um, I don't think you guys are ready for the Rudy Gobert interview. I don't know if the streets are ready for that one, BJ. I don't think they're, they're I'm ready, ready for that one.
1: I'm ready. I'm ready for <laughs>
0: Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> you have to check it to, take a trip to Minnesota. The big this fella.
1: I'm a fan of the big fella. I like the big he's, fella. You know what? I think
0: he's, he's going to impress a lot of people. Um, This season in Minnesota, I think that they can be a very solid team. You know, I wasn't too sure on the trade at first. Now I've had a little bit of time to digest it. I'm feeling a bit more confident. We're going to touch on some other trade news, and some other Utah Jazz news, Donovan Mitchell later on in the show. But BJ, what have you been up to? How was your little 24 hours in Vegas as you went to do a masterclass
1: at the Summer League? Well, I would have loved to have taken a couple of days off like yourself. I went straight from the NBA Finals right to free agency. Currently, still in free agency, players in Vegas, Coach Sir, and coaching you. If you if you get a chance, really, really, you know, check that out. Coaching you with Brendan Sir, fabulous. We're gonna I mean, get getting back had, on the show. We we got had, to get coached. Yeah, back. he had everyone. If you are, if you were, or if you are an executive in the NBA, you smoked there. He had Bobby Marks. He had David Griffith. He had every executive. He had there. BJ
0: Armstrong.
1: It, yeah. And he just, he just gave you, if you are in the basketball business in this basketball world, you were at that event and it was just fabulous. Mo, you got to come next, next year. You got to spend a day or two. And um, if you want to be an executive, you know, if you want to work in this business, you don't want to miss this event next year and, and really check it out.
0: Most definitely. We're gonna have uh, coach sir back on the show. BJ, we've got to hook that up. I feel like we need yes. a part two because he, he was such a great guest. Um, but yeah, BJ went off to Vegas. He didn't stick around for many of the games, been watching the games from a little bit of a distance. Um yes. but I don't want to talk about summer league right now. They just gave actually, I do want to talk about summer league, I lied. BJ, they just gave out the Summer League rings to the Portland Trail Blazers who won the Vegas Summer League. (laughs) I just want to get your thoughts on receiving a ring because we all know here on this podcast, if you're a long-time listener, you'll know BJ Armstrong does not care for his NBA championship ring. So I just want to get your take on the Summer League rings that they've been handing out.
1: Well, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get in and get out very quickly. Congratulations (laughs) to the Portland Trail Blazers. (laughs) (laughs) for <laughs> winning in in the summer league. Congratulations. You know because it is an achievement because of this group and these guys and these young players are coming here and they're playing with an intensity to try to make a roster. So I want to congratulate them because that's that's what the summer league is all about. The fact that the NBA and the executives and people who've been in this league for many years, over a decade or more, suddenly we play five games in the Summer League and then we give out a, a championship ring. I don't know what this league is coming to, but what I do know is that now we are officially in the era of Showtime. That's what it is. No,
0: no, no. Now showtime every, is the 80s Magic Charles, we got to come up with a no,
1: different thing. No, this is... We need a different thing. Okay, this is show business, Showtime, whatever it is you want to call it. What we know is this: this business now of basketball is not just about basketball anymore it's some type of show show business and here we are in this era and we're again Mo talking about something outside of what happened on that court <laughs> and Mo you already got me I would we stopped for a couple weeks and we're still not back on the court. So okay. I'm going to get you back on the court because you're asking <laughs> I, I, me questions. I, I want to say this. I, I want to say like this. I'm not trolling mad. me now. I feel like you're trolling me now. I, <laughs> maybe, I just want to talk about the court. You can talk about that stuff. Maybe just a I little just bit. I just want to talk about yeah. Maybe just a, you about know, about I'm happy for the guys. The, guys. The I'm
0: happy for the guys. I think I, I I want to say this though on Summer League. It is great how it's now such a spectacle whether you like that or not, but I like how now every team has a Summer League team. If you go back 10 years, not every franchise had a Summer League team. Um, now it's all in Las Vegas rather than being dotted around Utah, Orlando, et cetera, et cetera. But it's great uh, just for the international perspective for it's not just NBA teams who are watching those games. We've got scouts from the Euro Cup, whatever it might be. Everyone is watching that. So for some of these guys who might not make it to the NBA, Summer League is important because they might make their way onto a roster elsewhere in the world because scouts have seen them at the NBA Summer League. But BJ wants to talk about stuff on the court and uh he's had enough of me trolling him so i'm going to continue that and say bj we saw some action on the court yesterday we saw uh great talent on display at the Drew league we saw lebron james no. and demar DeRozan we talk about on to the, the court NBA. We talk no, about this that happened on the court. No, no, no. no, no, no this no. isn't the NBA. Court. Let me go this off. Is, <laughs> whoa, this
1: is a, it, this. Okay. I'll it, listen.
0: They had the Drew League unprecedented live and direct on the NBA app. I don't know if you saw this. I opened the NBA app yesterday and they had a live stream of now the cameraman may have been on the back row filming the back of people's heads, and there may have been actually going on and the camera's pointing at LeBron. But it was still pretty cool that they had the Drew League on the NBA app. Uh, LeBron and DeMar Rosen pulled up. It was funny to me that they were on the same team. Surely you'd put the two NBA guys up against each other. Uh, Kyrie was supposed to show up. But in shocking news, Kyrie Irving mean, didn't show up to a basketball game he was meant to play in. I don't know if that's a big shock at this point. But BJ, what did you think of the Drew League
1: action <laughs> yesterday?
0: Have you ever played at the Drew? That's my question. No. You never played there?
1: Why not? You know, I grew up my whole life playing in events like that because my ultimate dream was to play in the NBA. That was my ultimate. Like I played in every, in the city of Detroit, you know, we had a place, every city has a place like the Drew League, right? And we played at a place called St. Cecilia and anyone from Detroit who grew up in the 80s, 90s, 70s, they knew about St. Cecilia. Every city, every major metropolitan area has a place like that. And the idea was to play against the best competition to get to the greatest players in the world. And that was my idea did, so did you play playing, there during
0: off seasons when you were in the nba
1: or just before you got to the nba i would go back every now and then i would play just out of respect yeah because i knew how important it was to let the younger players like when i was playing you know i had an opportunity to play against isaiah thomas and joe dumars and george Gervin and all of those players. And that was very important for me as a young collegiate player so that I knew how good I was, but I also reminded me how good I needed to be to be able to play against those guys. Yeah. Did I just go randomly play? No, I would play because out of the respect when those guys were playing allowed me to play on the court, like George why? why did he let me play against him as a young kid? (laughs) Yeah didn't. So out of respect, because yeah, I, the game. I always wanted to be touched to the game. Did I just go play in a game without a purpose? No, I wouldn't do that because we were coming up and we dreamed. I dreamed of watching George Gervin, who grew up in Detroit. When I, when Isaiah Thomas got drafted, you would go just to watch him. Yeah. So you could see what you needed to do you know, you thought you were big and you were all whatever. And you just want to, and you would go watch him play and you go.
0: I got more I got work to do. do.
1: I got way more work to do. Yeah. That's so how I felt in like the finals.
0: What you step? I was yeah. like, you know, I
1: can shoot, but,
0: but this yeah. guy, this guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so out of respect to the game, I would play for those guys. Yeah, You know, I would play because that's important. You know, I knew how, it, I mean, I can't tell you the first time, what I felt like when I scored on Isaiah Thomas as a young kid, Mm. you don't know what that did to my confidence. So I would do that for them, but I would also do it because you never know who the next player is going to come up and you want to make sure that you always get back to the game. So that was my thing. So did I play? Yes. Did I play to go score 40 points? No, I would go. there. Did I go there to scream it? No, I would go there. (laughs) to play because I that my community demanded that to me that was the thing to do that we all did especially to the guys who went on to play professionally you came back and you played and you played amongst the young guys for all those reasons that I just um I just named you know watching
0: the Drew League yesterday was interesting to me the team with the two NBA players only won by two points, and then they were arguing with the referees after. I was like, "This is so yeah, NBA! I'm, Come on, man! This is, just respect it."
1: I'm not um, watching that, but I'm gonna I, let you watch. So here's
0: what stood out to me: okay, is a lot of disrespect has occurred on on the timeline since that. Okay, because they were like, "Oh my god!" Um, you know, LeBron went and dropped forty points against a bunch of you know, FedEx delivery workers and this and that and whatnot. Just disrespecting the non-named guys in the in Drew League, the right? So the, the ball players that they don't actually know. These guys would cook all of you, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but just because they're not NBA players, you can't sit at home on your Twitter account calling these guys, oh, they're a bunch of plumbers and da, 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 da. they would cook each and every one of you. Bear in mind, the guy guarding LeBron, LeBron scored forty. The guy guarding him scored twenty. So he had twenty points on LeBron. She's gonna tell his kids, his kids, kids, his kids, kids, kids. You know what I'm saying? Uh, respect the respect the rest of these guys. I've seen too much too much trash being talked about these other guys, and they held the one who calls himself King James to only winning by two points. You know, you're expecting if LeBron and DeMar turn up to a court, that they're gonna win by fifty. Okay, respect them first and foremost. Uh second second thing I want to say is um I just want to let the listeners of this show know, BJ, because obviously I've seen the Drew League just now, but I've seen Q54 in Paris. One of my goals, one of my next goals of things I want to accomplish is setting up a tournament type thing here in London that can be the next. Mm. So when you're talking about the next ball players coming out of your neighborhood, I want to create right. a showcase for the young talent coming out of this side of the world and make it a mm-hmm. yearly event that people get excited to go to and turn up for. So keep that one in the back of the mind. But BJ wants to talk about some NBA stuff. Um, oh, let's talk about some NBA that, stuff. We're actually going to talk about something that happened on the court. No, because there's no games. The finals are finished. Oh, so we're oh, going to talk about trade oh, okay. rumors and and this and that oh, and this oh. and that. Okay. But the thing okay. we'll start off with that's not a rumor is Deontre Ayton is staying with the Phoenix Suns. The Indiana Pacers sent him an offer sheet. At the Phoenix Suns matched it, as expected. And he's going to be staying there. Now, we could talk about whether it's good, bad, whatever. BJ, what's the atmosphere going to be like in Phoenix? In that locker room, is that going to work? You know, we saw that final game of the season. There was something happening between the coach and DeAndre Ayton. Benching him, not playing him at all, second half. And there was some level of animosity there. And then... There wasn't really that much effort from the Phoenix Suns part to resign him. They were like, go and see what you can get, and we'll just match that. It seemed like he wanted to be elsewhere. How's that going to work for the Phoenix Suns going into this next season? Because now they can't trade him until, I believe, January the 15th.
1: There's one word that we need to really expand upon. It's called professionalism. Mm-hmm. Mo, what's the problem? You know, it's 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 kind of amazing to me to think that all of these problems that you're seeing today happened 50 years ago. They happen every day, and now they're just playing out over social media, and it's kind of like, you know, like it's a big deal. Players and coaches players and players, players and executives, players and management, there's always going to be something going on. Wherever there's people, there are going to be problems. Now, the business is the business. He was given an offer sheet. Five minutes later, Phoenix... (laughs) I was kind of surprised at the offer sheet
0: that, that they gave him, though. Because if it's restricted free agency... You want to make if you're really giving an offer to a player, you want to make it so unattractive for the other team to match it that they don't match it.
1: That's what they did. That's the best they could do.
0: They, they, they couldn't have put in, um, you know, a, a player option at the end. They couldn't have put in. Um, I, I had Bobby put talking okay. about putting a, a advance yeah. payment so that the Suns sort of had to pay x amount of million dollars on the day the contract signed, etc., etc. Things to make it more appealing for them to let him walk through the paces.
1: Okay. Those are, you said real name, no gimmicks. You want to give gimmicks, gimmicks. Okay. They're going to give a player option. Okay, great player option. Take it. In the end, the negotiation went like this. We're not giving you the, the full max. The five year max. Play. Yeah. We're, we're giving you the four-year max, and we'll negotiate the deal. So they negotiated, and they got the four-year max. Mm-hmm. So, so. So, in the end, let's move on. Like
0: I, I would have really liked to have seen him in, in, uh, in Indiana. I think that would have been fun. But he's staying in Phoenix, and that has a knock-on effect to the Kevin Durant sweepstakes that are occurring. Because you said the only team that KD can really go to is the Phoenix Suns. But now Ayton can't be traded until January the 15th. So he can't be part of any deal. So it's going to have to be Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson and a variety of other things. And that package is a lot less attractive than one that included DeAndre Ayton in. Do you still see KD finding his way to the Phoenix Suns? The Toronto Raptors are now hotly mentioned as a destination where he might end up.
1: I think they will explore every opportunity in the end. I think it's highly unlikely, but I think they I think one or two things are going to happen a team that we are not currently is on our immediate radar, right? You know, because we talk about Toronto, we've heard Toronto, we've heard Golden State, we've heard Phoenix, we've heard Miami. If there's one thing I've learned in the NBA in all my years, there's always a way and there's always a team. As my grandmother used to say, there's a, there's a lid for every pot. They will find a way, this situation will find a way to resolve itself when the time is right for everyone. Now, the interesting thing is, what will Kevin do? What will Kyrie do if neither one of them are able to be traded? Will they show up? That to me is the most fascinating question because KD has four years. Mm. Kyrie is on a, the last year of a deal. Mm -hmm. I have to assume that there's some level of communication where both of these players, at least on the surface, look to want to get out of Brooklyn. And how will that be? And how will Steve Nash come back? Because these guys aren't young players. They're, they're, they're true veterans. How will that, What will that look like? And you have to put Ben Simmons in there, assuming that Ben Simmons at some point is going to <laughs> try to come back. See, so, Ben
0: Simmons is, is yeah. making the negotiations tough for Kevin Durant because he was signed with, like, the designated rookie extension. I don't know the exact term for it right now. Uh, but basically, players on the same type of contract as him, you can't have more than one of them on a team. So they can't trade for Bam Adebayo whilst Ben Simmons is on that roster. They can't trade for player X, Y, Z, who is on the same type of contract extension that Ben Simmons got when he was in Philly. But we've seen the Gobert trade we were speaking about earlier. We've seen Kevin Durant still in the mix. But the name that is now cropping up is the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell. Rather than trying to retool around him, which is what they claimed, I think they were just trying to leverage up a little bit of a better deal. They're now accepting calls To trade the young guard Not so young anymore Um, They began negotiations Reportedly with the New York Knicks um, And they fell apart At the last minute I don't know how I feel about Donovan Mitchell on the New York Knicks, BJ What's your thoughts towards that If they can hammer out a deal to get that done
1: I think the New York Knicks has, has, Has always shown The 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 appetite to get a star player, the biggest name, you know, look, you can look at Carmelo Anthony, you know, some years before then they traded Latrell Sprewell. It's always been a destination for them via trade to get the biggest name that they could possibly get. Yeah. And so this is on cue for them. This is kind of their, you know, going through the draft and building patience. So forth. that, you know, with the exception of Patrick Ewing, I can't remember the last time they've actually done that and stayed the course. So now the one thing that I will say, and Mo, you've heard me say this so many times, I I feel bad having to repeat it. Okay. You trade for Donovan Mitchell. You, you deplete all of your young, your current young players.
0: Did you see what, did you see the offer?
1: I heard about the offer, and and I'm not a fan of the offer. Let me, let me tell
0: the, the listeners real quick, yeah. just, just before you continue. This was the offer that Utah offered Donovan Mitchell to the New York Knicks for. Six future first-round draft picks, plus Quincy Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, and Miles McBride. Six first-round picks. And all those young guys. But go ahead, BJ.
1: So when you start getting rid of all your first round picks and you start getting rid of your current roster, current young players. Okay. Mo, it's impossible to build a team. It's impossible. Okay. You'll win the first day of the press conference. We got Donovan Mitchell. Okay, great. Now Donovan Mitchell alone is not going to help you win enough games. That's just, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. Mo. So, you know, um, you know, I, 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 I'm I not a fan of it, but I understand what they're trying do, to do. Do you like that, trying to though? Do because they've just given 100 million to Jalen Brunson. So well, here, you're going to have two here, here smaller is, players here, in the backcourt with 200 million okay, here, owed to them both. But again, without knowing anything, without knowing anything, without know I don't know anything about how they're building their team. I'm just going to tell you what I read. Jalen Brunson, it was reported, came to New York because he wanted the ball in his hand and he wanted to be a full-time point guard. That's what I heard, Mo. Yeah. That's what I heard. I just saw a young player leave an up-and-coming team with on the I'm going to be conservative and say he's a top three player in the NBA.
0: Luka Doncic.
1: Luka Doncic. Western Conference finalists. They go to the Western Conference finals. They beat the team in the playoffs with the best record in the league. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Brunson was a big part of that. And he leaves playing below, alongside Luka Doncic because it's reported that he wanted the ball in his hand. Now, what I'm hearing is they're going to bring in it's such an L. <laughs> they're, they're, now, now, Mo, I'm just saying what I, I now, Mo, I'm just saying what I read. <laughs> then so if I'm Jalen Brunson and then I'm gonna play alongside Donovan Mitchell, it doesn't seem something doesn't seem right to me. From the outside looking in. Mm-mm. However, I'm not part of those discussions. I don't know. I'm just going on what I'm seeing. Yeah. Now, with saying that, Mo, I've said this to you. I've said it to our listeners. I think Donovan Mitchell, if you're gonna try to win, is a lead guard in today's game. Why do I say that? Is because he he's not big enough to play from the post. And if what he is good at is he plays off the dribble, but he's not a distributor. He's not an initiator. He's a guy that needs to attack the basket, and you need to always put the other four guys, or other other four teammates, in front of him so that he can see him. Yeah, because he's not like six, 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 seven, or he's he, only like he, six, three. He's like in real life. He's like six, one or six, two. It, That's what I'm saying. I, in I real say life, six, I can I stand next generous. to. Yeah, I can stand next to him and be. The same, if not a little bit bigger than him. He, he, he's a terrific player. Don't get me wrong. But now you're gonna put Jalen Brunson, who isn't like the biggest guy, with another guy who's six two, six, three max. It just doesn't seem right to so, me. And then you're willing to trade it, was reported, trade all of the young players that you currently have. So that means you're just gonna to have to get minimum players to go with these guys. Now, yep. I don't I don't get it, but again, that's neither, just what neither it would do be I. I mean.
0: I mean, having said, you know, as as concerning as that small backcourt may be, it's still an upgrade on Fournier and Kevin Walker. It's still somewhat of an upgrade over those guys. But um, Donovan Mitchell, when he was coming into the NBA, they were saying he's going to be a great defender. I've not seen any of that since he's been in here. He he may be short, but he's got a 6'10 wingspan. He's got a great athletic build. He should, in theory, be a great defender, much like someone like Devin Booker who was a below par defender and then last season really started to buy in and be average to above average on the defensive side of the ball. Um, We need to see that from Donovan Mitchell if his teams want to be taken seriously, whether that's in Utah, whether that's in New York, wherever that is, wherever it may be. We need to see some of that defensive stuff because at the moment, it's, uh, it's not great for him on that side of the ball. And then on offense, as talented as he is, he's not in the same league as Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is a far superior offensive talent, whether it's playmaking or scoring a basketball. And if you're Jalen Brunson, you're kind of in a bad spot here because you've left uh, a team that's really on the rise in, in the Dallas Mavericks, who I think are going to even be even better this season than they were last season. Um, I don't know if they make the Western Conference Finals again, but I think they've improved in the off season and they can still find more ways to improve. Um, to go to the New York Knicks where you're going to have Donovan Mitchell and Julius Randle on the court with you at the same time, respectfully. Um, I don't know how you're going to live to regret that decision, but only time will tell, BJ. Only time will tell. And knowing our luck, he might even get traded the second we finish recording this show. So let's see what happens. We're back now. A little two-week break from the podcast. We're back. We ain't stopping anytime soon. We're going to be here all off-season long. We're going to be here all season long and continuing a long time after that. It's good to be back. It's good to it be back. It is good
1: to be back, Mo. And can you keep me on the court? Just keep me on the court, Well, well I'll
0: tell you what. Tomorrow, we've got a bunch of questions for my listeners to answer. So we're going to do I that tomorrow you. and show some love to the people. But until tomorrow, make sure that you subscribe. Make sure you follow, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Subscribe. Share the show with a friend if you're missing The NBA needs your daily dose of basketball we're here every morning for you on your sound waves on your youtube waves whatever it may be you got a lot of stuff coming in the pipeline too most importantly aside from all of that get your hands on a copy of 2k23 pre-order it through the link in our bio and of course get buckets